What's up, Longhorn fans? Welcome to the Recruiting Breakdown, brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry, doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. I am Trey Elling, joined as always by the great Justin Wells of Inside Texas, InsideTexas.com. What's up, Justin? How you doing today? We say, Trey. It's a lovely Tuesday morning. Yesterday was absolutely crazy, top to bottom, from Texas athletics, from all sports to recruiting. So today I'm hoping for a little bit of um, normalcy. And um, I think I, 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 we had our fix yesterday, so I, I'm definitely looking forward and looking ahead. And as a bit of a preface for anybody tuning in right now, look, there is a time and place to talk about some of the craziness from yesterday. And Inside Texas and the On Texas Football YouTube channel have you covered there. We are choosing today to focus specifically on recruiting because we're up against the clock now. We are a week and a day away from National Signing Day 1 commencing. And the biggest fish out there for the Texas Longhorns, Justin, the guy who was previously committed to AM, still considering the Aggies, but also uh, strongly considering coming to Austin to play college ball, is the linebacker Anthony Hill Jr. Texas has an official visit set up for that a little bit later this week. What can you tell us about that? And where is your temperature gauge right now with Anthony and the Longhorns? Anthony Hill's number one on the board. He's number one, two, and three as priorities right now. He's the on three consensus number one linebacker in the country. Six, two and a half, about 225, 230. Anthony Hill's been recruited for, for years. Premier linebacker. Plays early no matter where he goes. Like he said, he decommitted from AM about a month and a half ago. Uh, reopened his recruitment. Alabama, Oklahoma, uh, USC, Ohio State all reached out immediately. Uh, trying to push to get him back on campus. One school that had always stayed in touch with him was Texas. Uh, when he when he chose AM over the summer, Texas was second place. They, they were the runner-up in that. So it had always kind of been a, a Texas-Texas A&M battle. I feel like it's still a Texas-Texas A&M battle. There's a chance he could recommit to the Aggies. There's a chance he could he could choose to you know choose Texas. Uh, the Horns are setting up a, a, a visit right now, an in-home visit. It's supposed to happen on Thursday where Coach Sarkeesian, Coach uh, Kwiatkowski, and Coach Choate are, are, are going to go see Anthony and his family for an in-home visit. That's going to be big. That's going to be real big. It comes on the heels right before the big recruiting weekend and then the dead period, you know, a few days later up until signing day. So they, they were kind of saving that visit till late because they want to get in late. They, they want to make sure they get one of the last voices that, that the Hills hear. He's a great kid, and, I, and I've said that a ton of times. He, he's going to be a guy that can come to any program and play immediately and play well and, and be an impact-type guy. Um, I, we reported uh, yesterday that, that, that Anthony Hill has a decision date. It's going to be Wednesday, December, 20, December 21st, is when he's going to announce it at, at Ryan High School. Right now, like I said, I think it's a Texas-Texas A&M battle just like last summer. Uh, I, I think the Aggies are still in it. Uh, they're, 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 they're trying to get him back on campus big time, Trey. Texas is doing the same. There's a chance he could wind up in Austin this weekend for a day just to, to come in with, with a handful of the other visitors and recruits and commitments that are scheduled to come in on Saturday. He could show up there. Either way, if he does or doesn't, I feel like Texas is in a great spot. Uh, ever since he decommitted, I mean, he literally did that two hours after he had scheduled another visit to Texas, which he had taken in, in November. And so at the end of the day, uh, it, it's really, you know, Sark is really good at playing the long game in these recruitments. 
And Anthony Hill is the essence of that. And, and I think they've done a tremendous job. Really what's helped them is the defensive play. Because Anthony wants to go somewhere where there's good defensive play. Like he doesn't want to show up where guys where he has to be the guy. He wants to be around a, a group of elite guys and and put together the best group they can. And so Texas has done that. They played they played fantastic defense, especially the last month of the season. Linebacker play was at an all-time high. First team all big 12, DeMarvion Overshone. First team all big 12, Jalen Ford. Jalen Ford's name in all AP All-American third team today. He sees that. He's actually talked to Marvion. He's talked to Jalen Ford. And don't forget, he's got some friends in Austin, not just Jatavian Sanders and Austin Jordan, his former Ryan teammates. He's close to Ryan Watts, corner out of a little elm, starting corner for Texas. He's close to Xavier Bryce and Savion Red and some of these other guys. These are these are relationships that he's built growing up as a kid, and they've all been hammering him, too, about Austin being his choice. And so at the end of the day, uh, Texas has stayed the course. They've done really well, and I love the position they're in leading up to his, his in-home visit on Thursday. If you're the Texas coaches and you can only show uh, highlight film from one of your linebackers this year, are you showing Anthony DeMarvion Overshone or Jalen Ford? Well, I guess my question for you is, which is he more like as a player? Jalen Ford. Okay. He's more like Jalen Ford, and I show him Jalen Ford. Um, Overshone's a freak athlete, and, and, and Hill's not necessarily at that level, but Hill is a natural linebacker. You have to understand, his dad, Anthony Sr., played linebacker in college in Emporia State. When Anthony Jr. was born, he kind of groomed him growing up to be the next great linebacker. Hmm. Now, when he played sports, he was always the running back or he was always, you know, on the line. But his dad always knew he's going to be a linebacker, just like his dad. And so uh, I show him Jalen Ford because Jalen Ford is a great story, Trey. I mean, most Texas fans see him as a guy that should have been the defensive player of the year in the Big 12. But the truth is, he did things this season we haven't seen in 20 years from linebacker play at the college level. And so that, to me, show him Jalen Ford because he's more of an inside guy anyway, and that's what Anthony's good at. I, I show him a lot of Ford's tape, not just his game tape, but tell him about what Ford has done leading up to becoming a better player, more developed, smarter. First game of the season, I don't think he had a tackle, Trey. Second game of the season, first quarter, he misses a gap assignment. And Jace McClellan for Alabama takes it 80 yards for a touchdown. After that play, Jalen Ford has been nails. He's been double-digit in tackles almost every game. He's created turnovers in the last four out of six games. He's he's just been everywhere. And so if I'm showing Anthony Hill any tape, I'm showing him tape of, of, of Jalen Ford, not just this year, show him what he looked like last year, and then show him the development. You mentioned that there is uh, an official visit weekend coming up, the last one before National Signing Day 1, and it sounds like there are three uncommitted guys who will be in Austin this weekend, as well as some guys who are in that class of 2023. So uh, how are you feeling right now about uh, Tyler Scott, Jelani McDonald, and then also the tight end Camorian Pimpton? Well, you know, as I always say, Pimpton's not easy. And for Camorian, this is a kid that um, – Texas offered late. They got in on him during the season. He was one of those senior evals, and he, and he had a really good season, former Vanderbilt commit. Uh, and then Texas made a, a visit to go see him last week, and, and they really like him. I, I think they want to try to fit him in the class. They already have two commits, Shannon Spencer out of modern day in California and Will Randall out of Isidore Newman out of New Orleans. Uh, Randall's obviously coming off a, a, a knee injury, and so that that's, that's something to, to keep in mind too. But 
Pipton's a kid that has a lot of upside. He's got a ton of upside. And then you look at guys like, you know, Jelani McDonald's the type of guy that, um, you know, after being re-ranked at on three, they have him as the number three athlete in the country. And there's a good reason for that. He played incre- he played an incredible quarterback at Winkle Conley. He's also an MVP basketball player, and he also uh, won gold at the state track meet last year. He can do a little bit of everything. My thing with McDonald is, will Texas have room? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Because McDonald's, and if they don't, that kid's going to TCU. He just took an official visit there last weekend. He really likes the Horned Frogs. They're pushing all the right buttons. But he still wants to hear from Texas. He still wants to take this official and hear the spiel from from the Texas defensive coaches and, and players. And so McDonald's a kid that if you're a Texas fan, you would love to get this guy in the class. You just have to kind of look at numbers right now because not only are Texas, I believe, at 22 commits right now, 21 or 22, they're also saving spots, you know, for the portal. And we're talking as many as 30, you know, 30 to 35 guys that could be coming in uh, over the next, you know, six to eight months. And so it's going to be a numbers thing with, with Jelani McDonald. Tyler Scott is the guy that I don't talk near, near enough about, and, and he's got really, really good tape, another really good senior eval. But Texas has a lot of confidence here with Tyler Scott. This is a kid I, I think they need a guy to come in and play corner. Um, that you, you damn sure want someone other than Malik Muhammad, probably one of the top, I believe he's the top three corner in the country. You want somebody else on you know on that roster. Jamer, you know, Jameer Johnson hit the portal in the offs, you know, a couple a month ago or a few weeks ago. And you've got numbers there. You, you want to put some more numbers there. And I think that's what Tyler Scott offers you. He's out of uh, Pebble Brook, which is a outside of Georgia, you know, a little town in Georgia or a little high school in Georgia. He's got Georgia on him. He's got Tennessee on him. He's got a handful of schools that, that really like him. But for whatever reason, he was supposed to go to Michigan this coming weekend, and he canceled that and changed it to Texas. That's a good sign. That's a tell for, for, for the Texas staff. There's some confidence there. Get him on campus, see how he looks. Uh, that might be one that Texas fans need to pay closer attention to. Tyler Scott's a ball player. I don't care if he's a three-star. I've seen a ton of three-stars that wind up going to the NFL. Tyler Scott's a kid. He's long, too. He's 6'2". He's wiry. He's a guy that can turn and burn. And so keep keep that guy's name in the back of your mind because he's one that I think Texas is in a good spot for right now. Quick follow-up on Jelani McDonald. You mentioned that he is the number three athlete in the country, played quarterback at high school in Waco. I'm a sucker for uh, a football player who also has that basketball pedigree, much less the uh, championship track skills, too. Just what TCU needs, by the way, if he ends up a horn Frog, another freak athlete. What does he project out at the next level, though? Outside linebacker, hybrid safety. He actually played some corner the week that I went to go see him and, and Kobe Black and Kiefer Sibley. Uh, he played some corner because that's what he need. They needed that from him. And at 6'2", 205, 210 pounds, he looked incredible. Mm. And that's just that's that's the kind of athlete he is. He might be a better basketball player than all of them. This, and that's one of the reasons Waco Conley's got a state-ranked team. It's because of him. One of the coolest things about Conley's football team, every member – or their basketball team, rather, every member plays football. They don't only play football. They start in football. 
So that means they are very physical. And Jelani McDonald is the essence of that. This guy is, is just a top-to-bottom great athlete. I hope Texas has room for him because he's certainly interested. Uh, he came in on a visit about three weeks ago, uh, really liked it. He was kind of, one of the, another one of those late senior evals that Texas got in on. But I'm with you. You know, if Texas doesn't take him, I, I think TCU is going to be a spot. And TCU is collecting some really good athletes. It, it, it wouldn't just be Jelani McDonald. They got a kid, Warren Roberson out of Red Oak, that Texas offered a few months back. He is going to be dominant. I mean, TCU is building a really strong class this year. You really don't want Jelani McDonald in Fort Worth. And uh, last little bit here, Justin, we're going to talk a little bit about wide receiver flip potential. One good, one bad for Texas. We'll start with the potential bad, I guess. Ryan Nevlet has been a part of this class for a long time now, the uh, pass catcher out of Aldine. Are you a little bit concerned right now that he may end up uh, with somebody other than the Longhorns come signing day? And if so, where does he go? That's a really good question, Trey. Uh, you know, recruiting is fluid. These things change a lot. You know, the info from this morning lend, lend us to believe that, you know, Texas is going to have to fight to keep him. Uh, I believe he was on campus at University of Houston over the weekend. And that's a place where some of the, the kids in the Texas class that got processed, like a Jonah Wilson, have wound up going. Hmm. And so Houston, Houston's putting up a good sell. Uh, they're, they're, they're talking about, an, you know, a wide open offense in Dana Holgerson's system going to the big moving to the Big 12 next year. And then also mainly being home, being close to home. Uh, you know, he's really close with his mom. Proximity is a big deal there. But I feel like Texas can hang on to him. I really do. This is this is this can be a, a strong wide receiver class. Uh, Jonte Cook is, is above and beyond the, the best one of the group. But you, you, you want a few more numbers because you don't want to have to rely on the portal to, for depth, per se. I mean, I feel like they will take at least one, possibly two receivers from the portal. But you want to you want to bring in at least two or three receivers that you can develop at the high school level. You don't want to lose Ryan Niblett. He's got a lot of speed. He's got a lot of twitch. Uh, he's a guy that, that really fits the system. And so as of right now, I think Texas is good. But ask me again in 24 hours because uh, a lot of moving parts a week before National Signing Day, the early version, and, and Niblett's one that we're, we're paying closer attention to. And a guy who seems to come up each and every week, Louisville commits DeAndre Moore out of California. Texas paid an official visit over the weekend. Did they make any more headways with regards to potentially flipping more from Louisville to the Longhorns? I think so. I, I think DeAndre Moore probably winds up in this class. It was going to be Texas or Georgia. When, when Louisville's head coach left and they brought in, uh, they brought in Braum, I honestly thought Braum would be a guy that could possibly keep him. Uh, just because he, he was the guy that when he was at um, Purdue, he's the one that flipped Rondell Moore, who was the Texas commit at the time, flipped him to Purdue. Now Rondell Moore is the starting receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, and we saw what what he did to Ohio State in college. I thought I, I thought I was going to feel that again, but it looks like DeAndre Moore doesn't. It looks like he's gonna he's gonna open it up. Uh, mm -hmm. We got a week and a day, so it, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. But I, I think Texas has some confidence there too. And the other school was Georgia. He took an official to Georgia, uh, but actually before he, he saw Texas for the second time. Uh, and then Georgia wound up flipping Converse Judson athlete and receiver Anthony Evans. And so I, I think Georgia still has room, but I think it's also a numbers crunch over there as well, which really helps Texas in this recruitment. And you wanted DeAndre Moore. Look, Sark is going to recruit in California every cycle. That's what he's going to do. 
Now, Grand Marion wants to get all the best talent in state, in Texas. And I totally understand that. Sark wants to get all the best talent in the country, including California. And so that's why they go out there and they grab a few guys every cycle. That's why they've been on DeAndre Moore uh, for best more over a year. I know he came, uh, visited campus in the summertime. This is a kid that, 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 that really fits what they want to do. He can play some inside. He can play some outside. Uh, he's not a burner per se, but he's definitely a, a, a route runner. He's definitely got incredible hands, incredible feet. He's got that quick twitch. Uh, he, he, can, he can stop on a dime. He's a strong receiver. He, he's really strong with the football. And right now I feel like Texas is probably in the lead quietly for his services. And so that, that one to me is – that's the good news. Um, you know, you want to definitely hold on to Ryan Niblett. And if you can add a DeAndre Moore with Niblett and Jonte Cook and call it a day, I'd be really happy. And I guarantee you Arch Manning would too. Thanks as always for the intel, Justin. Yes, sir. You've been listening to and watching the recruiting breakdown brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional. That would be Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas X with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. For Justin Wells, I am Trey Elling. Thank you so much for watching and listening today. If you did enjoy today's episode, we do appreciate those thumbs up. Also, as always, please make sure to subscribe to On Texas Football, the YouTube channel. If you have not done so already. Have yourselves a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, a day before National Signing Day 1. In the meantime, hook them.